Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And it seems to me you lived your life <laughs> like a saku in the wind. <laughs> Never knowing what to bake when the oh. flour poured in. <laughs> we would have loved to have known you. <laughs> but it was just TV. The counter. The legend. Ever, something. <laughs> The Paul Hollywood sent you home. <laughs> a fitting tribute to start what is a sad week. A sad, sad week. Bake Off 7, Dessert Week. And Just yeah. Desserts. It all happened. Deserting. It happened so quickly. I mean, this whole episode... <sighs> It was, it was a, it was sad. It was all sad, the whole thing. It was, it was all sad. It was, you're absolutely right. Because like, you know, it ended sad, but it began sad because there were some bad things in this episode. Yeah, what the hell? I mean. Yeah, I also concluded from this that like, I absolutely hate dessert if this is what dessert is. Normally, I'm like, right, which one is Holly going to like? Which one am I going to like? And it's like, all of this was bad. It was bad. Yeah. None of this a- appealed to me. None of this no. appealed to me. No, it was all wrong. I thought the middle bit would have been okay for you, but it, because they, it was a complete car crash. Oh, look, dessert oh, week. God. Let's, start, let's okay. start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. We are going to start with... I haven't even written it down. Signature. Look, that's how like I was about all of this. Oh, well, the signature I have written down, it was it was eight creme caramels. Fucking hell. Okay, right, bring on the signature <laughs> theme. It's time for the signature. Signature. Signature time. It's signature time. Thank you, Dave. Um Thank you. Right, creme caramels. What are your thoughts on a creme caramel? The first thing I thought about creme caramels, and I'm not mm. even 
I, I was actually a bit irritated that Tasha said this because I was going to mm. say it before she said it was uh, that challenge that people do when they suck a creme caramel up in one go. Yeah. I really, yeah, really wanted to get that. us creme caramels <laughs> for this episode. But I thought about, dear listener, I thought about the experience for you having to listen to us sucking a creme caramel up in one go. So I thought maybe not, maybe for a visual um, thing another time. Yeah. But, the, 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 oh, how disgusting. My brother used to do that. I, well, probably still yeah. does, actually. It's um, all I can think they're good for, to be honest, is doing that for a joke. I th- I think I I I was so I, I love Tasha already, obviously, but I loved her even more when she said that creme caramels were gross because I was like, yes, yeah. at least there's one sensible person here because they are they're disgusting. She's a woman like, after our own heart. Yeah, flabby, flaccid. You know how I'm. I hope you all know my thoughts on any kind of milk pudding um and this falls into that camp obviously anything flabby blancmange yeah this anything they're all horrible i don't care if you call it burnt cream or you call it like you have some fancy name for it they're all gross horrible things so I was not happy about this. I do all. agree with you in general on a wobbly pud. I, I I have occasionally enjoyed a panna cotta, but it's got to be like mango flavour or something where it feels like it's not too sickly. I do like a creme brulee, but that's because it's not wobbly if it's done right. That's just like creamy. A creme mm. caramel, a blancmange, agree. I just... No. Grim, wobbly grim. cream. Wobbly milk. That it should ne- it's it's only that consistency if you've left it out too long. I tell yeah. you what, wobbly <laughs> cream, wobbly milk feels like to me. When I lived, yeah. and I probably talked about this on the main podcast before, when I lived on London Road in my first flat after uni in Bath, um, we lived on a ground floor and there was like a sort of there was a basement flat that had a sort of bit that jutted out underneath our window that was the basement flat. (laughs) So it was almost like a balcony, but you couldn't go out onto it. And the person Mm -hmm. above us, I have no idea what possessed them to do this. They used to throw their rubbish onto that. So it would like sit outside our window. And I mean, there were like, I remember there being a whole block of cheese and the seagull flew away with it in its beak. Um, (laughs) Like... She's doing an L shape. I am because the beak was stretched to capacity, um, and I mean bonkers. I don't know what they were playing at. It was super weird. But the grossest thing that they threw out there, which was what caused us in the end to say, "What the fuck are you doing?" and to ask permission to go out onto it to clear it all up, was a was milk, and that milk was there for months and it got to a point that it was literally solid and it was the consistency of creme caramel and so I will never ever eat something like that in my life again (laughs) it was almost green I'm sure it might have been green I might be dramatizing it in my in hindsight but oh my god and look they put this on actual bake-off I mean I know. It's disgusting. And then Dan decides to put like to make one of them like Thai curry flavour or something. It's like, what are you doing? That what actually are I, you doing? I controversially, having just mouthed off about creme caramels, that's the only one I might have tried. I think my fear of like, oh, but then it is the consistency, isn't it? 
Because my yeah. fear with those milky puds is like, bleh, bleh. Okay. whereas something like lime and lemongrass and stuff might cut through that and be a bit less. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think do, uh, when I looked at all of them, the only ones that I would have eaten would have been sakis because they looked, yeah. the consistency looked kind of more solid, I think. And, and so she I'll got slagged like, off for that, didn't she? I know, I know. So, so. And Dan's, who are falling apart, I'm pretty sure they were like, yeah, he got fucking Starbaker. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. But they, I think they were, they were falling. And then <laughs> I was, I tell you what, I was, I was super impressed with Matty. I don't know what's going on with him. I wonder if like at the end of this, we're going to find out that actually he works in like a patisserie or something because. Yeah. Like he's coming he's a student up from of Bertone Bakery or something. Yeah, he's coming mm-hmm. up from nowhere. And like, was it Dan that turned around and and said, "Oh, I wish I'd done." So Matty had made twelve so that he could choose the yeah. best eight. I mean, that's and amazing. He, go, he says, "Oh, I didn't realize even what the challenge was. I thought I had to make twelve. Ha 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 ha! I'm mm. such a twat." And I, I think he's he's cleverer than that. I think he he's a is smart secretly. Cookie. Yeah. yeah, I really, yeah. really like Matty. I really I, I, like honestly, Matty. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he did make the semi-finals now. Yeah, I, I th- thought he was amazing. And the, so did you, the, the cuddle that he and that comes later on, doesn't it? The cuddle that he, mm. he and Tasha. Do you think there's? Do you think there's something between him and Tasha? Well, I think he has. I think he's talked about having a girlfriend, right? Oh. I know because at the beginning they showed the two of them like going for a run or something. Oh, did they? Yeah, I think. I think. <sighs> Bums. I know. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry That'd to break nice. your teeth. Is um, there such a thing as a Bake Off curse, like there is in Strictly? Do people get together oh, in Bake Off? Imagine. I wonder if anyone has got together in Bake Off. I will look that up in a quiet yeah. moment and let you know. Sandro, Sandro, and and whoever, or yeah, yeah, tricky, tricky to know. They all seem such um, good friends. I, I wanted to say that I was very disappointed that, as far as I was aware, I didn't know whether you saw this. There was a lot of talk about wobble and wobbling, and I don't think Sasha, uh, Tasha did the sign for wobble. Wobble. I don't yeah, think I she d- did. I, I, yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I wanted that to be my my new thing that I learned for this week, but I was looking out <laughs> for it and I don't think she did it at any point. <laughs> gutting, gutting. Um, another thing that I wrote down in my notes here, which is just a yeah. stupid joke that I... Th- well, it wasn't a joke. It was just like <laughs> a weird thing that I thought at one point, you know, Josh has obviously got a lovely relationship with his nan. Oh, I wrote down something about this too. Yeah, go on. Did you? Yeah, I mean, it was so sweet. And he had the picture and everything. Um, But And he was making butterflies to go on top of his thing. And I think at one point, Alison came over and she went, oh, it's funny because you don't see many. And I think she went on to say like (laughs) butterflies. or. But I 100% thought she was going to say, it's funny because you don't see that many shrines to dead nans in the Bake Off tent. (laughs) Because it was like just as they panned to this like... a framed photo of her and like I don't think there were candles but there may as well have been candles <laughs> it was really weird wasn't it the thing I wrote down was that uh, I think his his kind of quote was that she had said to him her, his gran rather not Alison whenever yeah. you see a butterfly that's me watching you 
which That's I really found lovely. You think lovely. I I've written down the word creepy. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Like, and then just thought, like, what, what, what can I say on my deathbed to to Dave? Like, what's going to be watching him? I'd be like, it has to be something that's going to be there all the time, something that's slightly threatening. You know, whenever you look at, I don't know, like, what, what do I? Chunky seal you look, for me. Whenever you, <laughs> you'll be chunky seal. I'll be like, whenever you look at the Hoover, that's me looking at you. <laughs> Keep okay, an eye on your, it on your inactivity (laughs) (laughs) mine would probably be our our chonky seal um but uh who's like a big squish mallow seal um that was an impulse purchase from instagram (laughs) but it is a bit confusing because we do refer to him as our son already so if i'm like oh when i die just look into the eyes of our son i mean actually that's quite nice I think that is quite nice. I am. Yeah. I am currently. I'm. St- I'm still trying to find um, BSL for um, British oh, Sign for Language wobble. For, for wobble. Yeah, and I can't. I found Makaton, and I know that's 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 very different. Um, I can't. I can't find Wobble. I can't. Find um, wobble. Might... Well, maybe Wobble doesn't really exist. If I'm anybody try knows shaky. British Sign Language, then please let yeah. us know what Wobble is. Um, if it's Mac- Macaton, I... you you literally just do this. You just wobble your head a bit. Oh, that's that's for you wobble that's around. For, that's that's for jelly. Okay, so that's very specific. Um. Oh, uh, oh I, hang on a I minute. did want to note yeah. the fact that I think it was Saku's. It yeah. might have been Matty's. Um, that they said it was like a hot dog creme caramel. <laughs> did you clock that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that sounded awful. <laughs> it really, it was quite nice, a nice descriptor. Um, but yeah, pretty grim. <laughs> it was, it was pretty grim. It reminded me of, I follow this bloke on Instagram who um, does a series called Will It Sourdough? And he makes various things and sees if, whether they can, he can do a sourdough loaf out of them. And actually a lot of, and it, that's very, you know, hot dogs could potentially be one of them. Though, he does sometimes make really good ones that I'm like, oh, I could really go for that. Like he did a banoffee sourdough where he like mixed in toffee to the dough and then topped it with like bananas and stuff. And he was like, this is actually amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But a hot dog creme caramel, I don't think that's, those things shouldn't be together in a, in a, in a taste. I mean, that is basically, I don't want to put you off it for the rest of your life, but that I suppose is basically pate. It's a hot dog creme caramel. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Oh yeah. Not great. Yeah. Not, not brilliant. Not brilliant. So, I mean, who did the best here? Um, Well, they loved Dan's. They loved Matty's. Apart from the hot dog consistency, they liked his flavors a lot. I tell you what, was and Matty I had was a mare, be... but it worked out. Re- it worked out really well in the end, didn't it? it was, I was on the edge brilliant. of my seat for Matty's. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, I thought that the girls here—I shouldn't say the girls, the women—I thought that mm-hmm. all of theirs looked really lovely because you had Christie's orange one. Um, Tasha's looked beautiful. I've now forgotten what they looked like. Saku's looked lovely as well, um, but n- yeah. all of them. All of them were considered Tasha's either overcooked or too sweet. Ones. Oh yeah, mm. I wouldn't have liked. Oh yeah, because there was too much honey swimming. I wouldn't have liked that because I hate honey. 
Um, mm, but they, Christie's they orange look... ones, I would, I would have, I would have tasted Christie's ones because they're orange, and that sounded quite nice yeah. to me. But... I'm not really oh. into orange. I like an orange, but like orange chocolate and orange puds and stuff, not really for me. My yeah. mum got me, made me a chocolate orange cake once, and that was really nice. So, like, sometimes I'll go for it, but quite got to be quite specific because you know when it tastes like not real, that makes it yes. a bit taste a bit like cow pole. That's exactly how I feel about lemon. So I, I don't yeah. really like like if there was a lemon drizzle cake and an orange drizzle cake, we'd know which way to go, wouldn't we? The two of us, yeah. You would, it would be brilliant. We'd be having the fun times because you'd be smashing the lemon, I'd be smashing the orange. But yeah, fake lemon flavour is is yeah grim. So oh, I'll take it in any form. To be honest, <laughs> injected directly into my eyeballs. <laughs> Not again, not this week. Oh. Um okay, so like it was it was a bit of a mixed bag, wasn't it? But um It was kind of a mixed bag, but I think I think you're probably right. I think of all the ones that we would have eaten, mm. the women ha- had yeah. the had the advantage there. But I feel like in terms of the ones that they congratulated, like they liked Josh's a lot. They I did. Think, I think that the 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 blokes could be, yeah. It, it felt like a bit of a game of of uh, a quite a gendered game this week, didn't it? It was. It was. I think yeah, it, was it felt gendered. like the sort of women went up and down together, and so did the men. Mm. Yeah, it yeah. Was really strange, actually. Well, let's, well, let's we move, move on, on to the signature. Yeah, let's. No, I mean, technical. no, we've just done technical. the signature, so let's do yeah. the technical. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we came back from New York, and we're both still a bit jet lagged and exhausted. <laughs> Let's get technical. Technical it's time. time the technical. We don't usually make mistakes, so. No, we never. We're, it's usually a mistake-free <laughs> no. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right, so technical. So we have now, uh, with the technical, got, I think it was orange treacle sponge puddings. Does that sound right? I don't know why I've put yeah. the word treacle in there. Yeah, treacle puds. Orange orange treacle puds. Yeah. Um, and I said right at the start as you would expect from the last thing that we talked about, I've put that this sounds lush and I'd love it, but you wouldn't. No, I don't think I would really like, I mean, sponge steamed puddings, mm. try as I like, not really for me. Oh my God. Bit, I, I find a bit rubbery them. and a bit, a bit weird. I tried to make one a few Christmases ago and it, mm. it, it was a lot of effort for something a bit meh. Oh, my mother-in-law makes a steamed golden syrup pudding. And I mean, I, it, it does, does make your gums hurt. It makes, it's so sugary. It's unbelievable. And I think she, I remember her saying that the original recipe from decades ago called for something like two tablespoons of golden syrup in the base of your, of your pudding. But actually pours in like half a get she just wangs in loads. And so it's Perfect. super, super syrupy. And, but she's, she, she also, I didn't realise that the sponge pudding aspect of it, because it's not suet, and I think suet puddings, no. I agree. Suet so puddings I, make me feel quite sick. Oh, yeah. horrible. Christmas um, pudding. It, it's such a shame yeah. that I really don't like Christmas pudding. The only time I've ever heard, and I've not tried this, but I've heard Jay Rayner talk about doing Christmas pudding where a few days later you take a slice, you fry it in fry butter. Fry it. And then that makes it a little, that makes it quite nice. But the actual Christmas put itself, and it's so sad. I feel sad because it's mm. it's a lovely tradition, but 
it's my mum insists every year on doing a big Christmas pudding and no one eats it. Yeah. I'm, Who likes I'm it? Not, no. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. What I have done with it in the past is use it as the base, like leftover, use the base of it as a, trif- a trifle base. And I think that's nice. That kind of Ooh. works because it's so kind of intensely rich to have that as just kind of a part of your kind of taste sensation is quite nice. Oh, but I quite like the that, idea of that, actually. It's nice. Yeah. No, I prefer Christmas cake like 10 times more than Christmas pudding. Um, yeah. But, but only Christmas cake, cake, bit dense, bit marzipan-y for me. Yes. Not mine, though. I'm, I'm going to make you some Christmas cake this year because I make a light one. I make a light one. Oh, so it's... Uh, perfect. And has it got marzipan? No. No marzipan in it. Good. No. No. Oh, Absolutely I don't like not. marzipan. I hate marzipan. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know why we're doing a baking podcast. It's ridiculous. How many things do we hate in the world of baking? We're not qualified <laughs> Lemons, to do this. Lemons, oranges, we're not qualified. marzipan, fruit, suet, sugar, Cakes. Flour. Yeah. <laughs> generally hate them but we right, are so good this was... at passing judgment so yes we are and um and this this was a fabulous technical everyone did so well Jesus oh it was Christ. iconic it was iconic <laughs> I have to say I really really enjoyed how much they all laughed it was yes, so fun so to watch so did I <laughs> yeah I mean I said it was a sad episode it was a sad episode I imagine for the bakers and at this moment but it was actually quite enjoyable mm. for us as a viewer because Oh my gosh! It was just, just hilarious watching them it all was flail. Awful! They all them. failed miserably. And when, like, there was a bit where I was like really put out by Paul because he said at some point this is disgusting, and then at another point is like nil point or something. And it was like that's really horrible. But because they were all falling about laughing, it actually did. It, wasn't it was okay. It to, to a weeping person, I agree so like... <laughs> I did have some choice words for Paul I think at one point he said consider yourself roasted to them and I <laughs> felt like saying consider yourself roasted Paul Hollywood because you didn't give them enough time if a couple of them had not managed to get it out then okay they didn't do very well but every single person's was raw you, yeah. your fault you set them a bad challenge yeah it's a terrible challenge and who I would never ever put in a cake that size like a ramekin sponge cake I would never put that in the oven for 40 minutes never you cook a Victoria sponge for 20 like yeah, like a full size one that was why would thing. they have thought yeah absolutely yeah. not so bastard ridiculous yeah absolutely stupid yeah <laughs> yes but it did what it what it led to was both was it both Tasha and Matty both of the way that they presented their uh, one of them presented their little sponge puddings so it was in the shape of a cock did you see oh <laughs> no I didn't <laughs> yeah which I Love think that. was why they were falling about laughing when they when they fell into each other's arms in hysteria because it was oh. the, the kind of cock and balls of the sponge pudding arrangement well if anything is going to bring us together it's going to be a cock and balls isn't it <laughs> i was that proud later christy tried to make a cock and balls to go inside her meringue <laughs> sorry i couldn't resist Poor that christy. stupid joke um 
Yeah, I mean, it was just, I thought that it was really unfair. It was clearly unfair because so many of them failed at it. I mean, I don't know, maybe they're mm-hmm. just all a crap at a steamed sponge pudding, but. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It, mm-hmm. it seemed like they didn't give them enough time. Um, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. And and generally, though, I still stand by my by my guns that I think that this series they've they've thought really hard about what they're giving them. They're not giving them stuff that's like super 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 technical. It's not sixteen layered cakes, and they're not giving them six hours to do it and stuff like that. They are. Mm-mm. It's quite basic, but it's stuff that you could do at home if you had the full recipe. None of it looks weird. Yeah, particularly the technicals. So I think that I think they're mostly good, but this was stupid. They, if they'd have given them the hint that this was a two-hour bake, they all would have baked them for much longer. So yeah, so, agreed, yeah. agreed, for yeah. sure. Yeah, set well, it up to fail. Is there anything we can really say about this? Tasha nah. did the least terrible. Uh, yeah. Matty did the most terrible. Yeah, Matty was last. Um, yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, and then the um, rest all fell somewhere in between. So it was interesting yeah. here because uh, I'm not calling a con- Matty conspiracy because, as we said, I think Matty has been really strong. But mm. he didn't do that well in the signature. Like, they did say that it was hot dog consistency. Um, <laughs> and then he came last in the yeah. in the technical. And then, then they went, oh, so I think the boys are okay and the girls are in trouble. And it was like, I think very, very trouble, babes. Yeah. Yeah, he should have been in big trouble, shouldn't he? I don't understand quite why he wasn't in big trouble, but then it's always yeah. difficult because we can't actually taste the the stuff that maybe his it, hot dog it, yeah. thingies tasted incredible. Tasted okay. Mm. Yeah. And I can't and when I look down the list of what they did for this in fact, should we let's move on to signature? Should we move on to signature? To show, let's get that to show stop. Should we move on to showstopper? Oh yeah. Oh my god, what's going on? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Honestly, we are don't be. We are so exhausted and yeah, we've got oh. loads going on. I think our minds are all over the place today. Um Okay. But let's Bring move on, on the to the showstopper. Yes. The jingle will sort us out, get us in the right mindset. Showstopper. Beautifully done. Right, there we are. I'm in the mindset. Okay. Um, this is a meringue bomb, right? <laughs> yes, with an E. I didn't put an E in my notes. Don't want to get the FBI bomb. knocking on my door. Bomb. Um, <laughs> so here, the thing that I noted just to begin with was when the judges are talking about what this means precisely. 
and Prue's pronunciation of sphere was hilarious. Oh, I didn't know she said. Oh, she's so posh that it came out like I tried to write it down phonetically, and it was like sephur, 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 Oh, she's so funny. It's quite hard to know how you would even say that. Sfar. I know. Sfar. It needs Sfar. to be a sfar. Sfar. <laughs> a sfar. Oh. oh, absolutely. I think that's darling. And you'll need a sfar. A sfar. <laughs> a sfar. It's too hard. I remember back at like about 30 years ago and RIP Tara Palmer Tompkinson, I remember her saying that in order to sound like a very, very posh person from Sloan Street, that you needed to say three words. And they are, and you have to repeat after me, air. You have air. To repeat, air. Hair. Air. Hair. Lair. Yeah, lair. Lair. <laughs> Hilaire. Yeah, my family say that all the time. I didn't realise that that came from Tara Palmer Tompkinson or whatever her name is. How did she die? I remember her oh. from my childhood. What happened to her? Did she die in a skiing I... accident? No. Well, that would have been tragic too, but I think it was a tragic, a tragic thing. I think it was probably an overdose or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh dear. Was, she was, oh bless. Yeah. Something I cut something not not. That's good, like deep in the memory of my childhood somewhere. Ehele, mm-hmm. ehele. Yeah, my family do say that a lot. Um, I noted that Saku's son is a bee. Saku's son is a bee. That's what she said. What she said, mean? "My son is a bee." My son is a bee. <laughs> <laughs> She's mental. I, I She's guess. mental. She's mental. I guess there must be yeah. a a bee a bee tail. Um and yeah. he has a I didn't I'm afraid this was when I was also trying to make French onion soup uh when I was watching this bit. Um mm. so I didn't I didn't hear the backstory, but I did very clearly hear her say my son is a bee. I didn't hear that. But I was so concentrating on her making the queen bee by Oh yeah, it's with its lips. <laughs> With its lips on its head. <laughs> oh, but I loved her. I thought it looked amazing. I thought, I thought it hers looked really incredible. good too. Yeah, I felt really, really bad for um, for the fact that the bottom of it cracked. I mean, really. This is what I know. annoys me about this show. There isn't, mm. you don't give them time to do it again. What do you expect? It doesn't matter how good a baker you are. Surely sometimes that stuff's just going to happen. Meringue also, is cracky. Like it's going to mer- do that think, sometimes if it's the right consistency. Exactly, right? And I, I, my personal thing is that meringue, like by, it should crack. Like under meringue in the dictionary, it should say like cracky thing. Cracky, I mean, it, sweet, egg white <laughs> thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I uh, what, thought that that what was did quite you, silly. That was shit. Um, like, right, okay. So, generally speaking, before we get into kind of judging all of their bakes, do you like the concept of this? What's your? What do you think of this? Um, as a, as a, I as like. A cook? I love meringue, mm. but really, I like meringue that's quite um, 
quite gooey. Like I like mm-hmm. to be able to bite into it and it's like, oh, there's a bit of chew inside, crunchy on the outside, a bit chewy on the inside. I love Italian meringue and Swiss meringue um, on top of a lovely tart or something. Um, straight hard meringue, like the kinds of little meringue nests that you get it pre-packaged in Tesco's. I could I could do with I mean could could eat them could not sort of thing like they're a bit neutral to me um so I thought I also thought that it was a little bit like in terms of eating it don't think I was fast I thought the idea that they kept calling it a sharing pud as well was confusing because that's I think why a lot of them went down the route of the shoe pastry because what how are you supposed to share it are you supposed to sort of crack the bomb and then open it up and then grab a I just felt I suppose that's what you are supposed to do but it felt like an odd I've never seen anything like that I don't really know what it is um and it did seem like they criticized them for spending too long on the meringue rather than the stuff that was inside but then it felt like the only real challenge the only thing they'd really asked of them was the meringue bomb yeah, and didn't what was the pudding? What was the the um, showstopper last week? Where wasn't it all the same sort of thing that it was like all mouth and no trousers? That it was like everyone spent time on the outsidey bit, and then the inside. Well, Dana's did that. Yeah, you know, the kind of the glass box, didn't she? But yeah, they did a box thing. Was that last week or the week yes, before? Yes, they did a box thing, and that was the other thing where they got mm. criticised for. Um, spending too long in the box and not on the baking side but it's like well then don't make the challenge about putting it in a fucking box or whatever exactly exactly and yeah this I, is going I agree back into some of the stuff that you've complained about before where it's like when mm. it doesn't feel like it's about the baking or about making things that you could bake at home it seemed yeah. like that one was just a little bit of a trap where it was like they wanted to watch everybody's meringues crack um, yeah, but because we'd already had a signature where that a technical sorry where it had all gone horribly wrong, it didn't feel like oh who's wearing it. It was just a bit sad. I was like oh this feels yeah. like the like at the end where Alison tried to be like well done guys and it was just like tumbleweed because they were all exhausted and yeah yeah, yeah. I just yeah I just yeah I'm I'm not I mean I think like of these three things. Um, that they've baked that I'd probably go for this because I mean, the middle ones were just disaster and didn't work anyway. But I think, yeah, like you, too many of the meringues were too crispy for my liking that you could see, couldn't you, that they were going to be that kind of, yeah, bought in Sainsbury's in plastic kind of white (laughs) consistency. Whereas yeah, meringue for me, the meringue I really like is not white. I like it to be kind of caramel and color and totally chewy and oh, my I dad used to do that that's the nicest thing he used to do like this is you know 30 years ago 40 years ago even he would do um a christmas dessert that we would have a lot I'm, it must have been it must have been adelia i can't um, he he yeah. did pray at the, the altar of delia so it was probably her and it was layers of that kind of meringue and i remember that he would you know remember the baking of them in the oven like really 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 long and low kind of thing and it'd be like three discs of this very very chewy very quite brown meringue and then layered between it would be sort of cream and sort of marron glace I think that kind of chestnutty thing in between marron glace. it was just didn't we talk about marron glace last Christmas because it's so difficult to get marron glace um this is the most 
dull middle class thing I've ever said. <laughs> but our family recipe for a bouche de Noël uh, yeah. or a, a chocolate log, as they're sometimes known, a Yule log, um, involves marron glacé. And it is incredibly difficult to find marron glacé. <laughs> but Delia <laughs> requests it. So it's difficult. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> although it was, it is for a, a, a very 1980s recipe from you know back of the day. So I don't oh, know 100%, if it's. I don't... But that's the one that that's what <laughs> Granny used to make, and that's what we all we all still make. I have to confess, <laughs> my we used to. Um, my friend, I can't remember I talked about her before, but my best friend when I was in school, her mum is a baker. And she used to make amazing things like shortbreads and stuff. And we would go around, oh my mm. God, she makes the best shortbread in the world. Uh, but one of the things that she used to make was a Yule log that was properly like a chocolate log that was like Nutella tasting. It was amazing. Wow. And yeah. so my family would have this, um, I feel really bad if my mum's listening to this, but my granny and my mum would make this thing with marron glacé that was like a flourless sponge that was all of yeah, a bit 1980s that Delia was in the Delia Christmas book. Um, and then, and then, uh, and then I would sort of go, oh, yay. And have a little bit of that. And then I would go over to Lil's house and eat like half a chocolate log. Oh, that was my secret, my secret Christmas logs. Enjoying someone else's Christmas logs more than your, yeah. 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 Oh, there's so many Christmas log euphemisms (laughs) to happen from this. If someone takes this podcast out of context. But yeah, um, <laughs> where did that come from? The meringue glacé. Oh, meringue. Uh, yes. Meringue. So, meringue. Um, meringue. I think. Okay, so I tell you what. Actually, while we're on the vein of these sort of Delia Smith things, I did take. I did make a note of the fact that at one point, Prue went. Oh, well, sounds sounds quite modern, which I think <laughs> is never a compliment coming from someone it like Prue Leith, is it? No. It rather what, who was? What what was modern? What was it? Whose was it? I believe it was um, Christie's meringue doodah, which I personally thought, I know they were disappointed by her crock on bouche not working out, but I thought yeah. her, if the task oh was supposed God. to be the meringue bomb, it looked, it, it looked like incredible. something by an anthropology. It looked yeah. amazing. <laughs> that was that was truly amazing. It was stunning, stunning looking. Mm-hmm. Those different coloured little kind of meringue like kisses, weren't they? Absolutely oh. gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And, oh hell right, yeah. Talking about talking about girls versus boys here, right? When they're going round, they went to Josh first, who's like Wimbledon one. Prue was like, oh, the piping looks amazing. But it fucking didn't. It looked shit. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. You seem like such a lovely person. I recognize the fact that we've slagged off your nan and we're saying that you're piping (laughs) shit in this episode, but I do agree. I thought that the piping was wank. Mm. (laughs) The pudding inside looks good. I'm not saying I could do any better, but yeah, come on. No, no, not not great. And Dan's, again, I know that it's difficult to make a a world world. or whatever. But come on, Dan's was just like no. some green and blue meringue. And then and they were like, wow, oh my God, you've done so yeah. good. Yeah, whereas and Tasha's, she had the cherry blossom. And that looked beautiful. beautiful. Christy, beautiful. the kisses. 
Gorgeous. Bees. They, it was great. That was so. The look of it was amazing. On so she'd done all that. No one yeah. else's had that kind of texture that she had. It was a. I don't know how she'd done that. It was incredible. I know. Really incredible. I can't even remember how how uh, what Matty's was or what it looked like. I've written down messy and floral, and I've said he's done loads, oh. but so so. So they were they were kind of like eh, about it. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. See, no offense, but to me, Matty was in just as much trouble as been. Saku and for some reason he wasn't I don't think that the wrong person went home I obviously am mm. devastated I'm sure you are too Esther she was the light of the tent oh, and God. we adored her but yeah. I do think that they didn't even discuss Matty it seemed to be between Christy and Saku and yes, I thought that that was really odd bonkers it's bonkers absolutely bonkers because uh, yeah hers just it looked absolutely amazing Absolutely amazing. So I was just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Her profiteroles looked a little bit sloppy inside, but plenty of other people. Again, it's the thing, it's the curse of saying I'm gonna make a crock on bouche. Um yeah. because Saku and Tasha stuck profiteroles in the middle of their thing and they were like, Wow, that's and that cool. was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What's the difference between well, a profiterole and a crock on bouche? A cro- a croc on bouche is a, mm. a stack of profiteroles get- in a triangular shape a bit like a Christmas tree because I believe it is originally a Christmas pud um, but it is, but it is basically profiteroles it is profiteroles just in a stack and then I think it's covered in spun sugar or something so that it kind of holds its thing holds together right. mm. I mm. would love if my mum is listening to this and mm. she is thinking about about getting a Christmas pud in for Christmas this year I mean, I'm just putting a bid in for a croc on bouche. That's much more my <laughs> yeah. cup of tea. Croc on bouche would be oh. really nice. But basically, I if you all can just Christy order did, one from Waitrose, you know, like just get someone I'm sure to. You can. I'm oh, sure you can. But all Christy did was deconstruct it, right? So she, it was a croc on bouche. It just. It was it a deconstructed croc on bouche. Yeah. There we go. So, well, justice for the girls, for the women. In this episode, basically, I think, because poor old Saku, we were concerned. We were getting concerned that her her days in the tent were numbered. I think her employer will be pleased to have her back. Yeah. (laughs) She she didn't have any more (laughs) annual leave left. So, Um, but yeah, I think (laughs) disappointing that she's she's gone. I'll really, really miss her. Um, But I think, to be honest, it pains me to say that probably the right baker left. But yeah. I do think that the girls were unfairly discriminated against. And because it was a sort of, yeah, maybe a bit of a more artistic week, we had some awards for good boys going on there. Yeah, we did. You I, know, it, it was it a little seemed, bit. It does seem it was unfairly balanced, wasn't it, I think? A tiny bit, um, if we were judging on yeah. how they looked. I guess it's always hard mm. to tell because we don't know how they tasted. Uh, Dan obviously did, he won Star Baker. He did win Star Baker, yeah. Between him did, and Josh. I he, do think that that was fair. I do think it was probably that, that those two were the best. He did the world trifle. Uh, he was second in technical. Second in technical. And then they really liked his funny lemongrass Weird creme caramels. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So okay. he, he so, did, and, he took some risks and he did. he did a good job. I think it was very close between him and Josh. But they were just yeah. a bit more blown away by Josh's um, yeah. thingy and, sorry, by Dan's thingy and um, 
he did better in the technical than Josh. Yeah, but then what about Tasha? I think they discarded Tasha really quickly. I think they did too. Because I think, I remember that, uh, they said that her, her bomb her... kept falling over. <laughs> but her bomb kept falling over. Her, her creme caramel looked job. beautiful, but were too sweet. I know, it's brilliant, isn't it? Um, and I, I, mean, <laughs> I think she did all right for technical. Oh, anyway, I don't know, but uh, I guess we didn't taste it. I know. But yeah, I'm just, I am, I'm no. miserable about sake. I don't know, I don't know what to go back for now next week apart I know from the, me too I think I'm holding out know. for Matty has really come through as uh, the light of the, mm-hmm. he's the new light of the tent I think he, um, he's got he's got a lot of work to do I think he has to, to catch kind of... up with the likes of Saku and Rowan um, exactly oh, I wonder if I've still I did actually still have my dark glasses I should have wore... I, I didn't realise I'll put them on quickly <laughs> just to end yeah, the episode just in Saku's memory um, oh. I'm putting them on over the top of my actual glasses, so <laughs> it looks a, a bit strange. Um, but uh, I, I think the rest of them, I've got to say, Tasha's very sweet. Yes. But Matty's the only one left with any crack, I think, really. Yeah, Christy isn't. Dan isn't. Bless Christy. She's just, she's lovely, but she's just a bit of a fretter. Um and yeah. uh, Dan, bless him, he's sweet, but he's There's not. Nothing there, he's, is there? he's not a barrel of laughs. Uh, Josh, you're right. Matty uh, is the only one. Yeah, Matty is Matty's the, only, the only one who's who's got any mm. crack. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm nervous for him that he might be on his way next week too. So oh, anyway, oh, sorry, we're all, we're tired and jet lagged and and grumpy today. So I apologise for are. the tone of this particular one. But also, Saku went home. Paul Hollywood yeah. created the world's shittest technical, and the <laughs> showstopper was something that doesn't exist and would be horrid to eat. <laughs> it would be horrible. Can you imagine a mouthful of that? But you bite through the cardboard of that meringue to get into squidgy pudding. It's like no, just have to get into a pudding. disappointing trifle. Or a slightly yeah. stale shoe bun. Yeah. Ugh. Nah. Terrible. Terrible. Nah. Yeah, you're right, mate. Next I'm week, giving that though, one a miss. Next week is Party Bakes Week. So I have got high hopes that it's going to turn around and be fun times again. Because Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rustoleum's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I mean, what's not fun about a party, right? So it's got to be, it's got to be fun. S Club party. I know. I think it will be really good. And um, in the meantime, I'll prepare a eulogy for (laughs) Saku and all she gave to that tent. We'll really miss her. I'm really sad that she's not going to be there next week. How, How can we have a party in these times? We can't, can we? It's so insensitive. God bless you, Saku. Love you. I know. You gave us so much joy. If you ever want to come on the pod, give us a shout. Yeah, we want you. I'm going to go and blow my nose now. It's not because I've been crying. She's that sad. She has a little bit. Oh, it is. Maybe maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sad nose. (laughs) See you next week for party week or whatever it's called. Party bakes week. (laughs) Yay. Hurrah. (laughs) Whatever that is. Yeah. (laughs) 